So what's up? <laughs> Didn't know really how to start that one. Um, Tony, so it was just your birthday. It was. Did you have an okay time? Yeah, I had a good time. Anything I need to maybe make note of when I'm planning my birthday in a pandemic world? Mm, um, don't get your hopes up for much. Oh, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah. That's normal. I feel bad for everyone who had a birthday during the pandemic. So basically most of the world. I mean, I think basically if it makes it to my birthday, that is essentially it. Mm-hmm. Um, we came full circle. I can't laugh and be like, ha ha ha, got you. And I really, I'm going to sound a little morbid, but I almost kind of wish that the pandemic is still going during my birthday. So I at least have an excuse why I didn't do anything. <laughs> Oh, you didn't do anything? No, you know, I just wanted to be safe. I wanted to be safe. Had to play it safe during a global pandemic. So, I, yeah, I didn't do anything for my birthday. Yeah, not that I have no friends and no loved ones. And you, Alex, Sabine, and your dad are the only ones that come through. <laughs> we're here for you. Thanks. I appreciate that. I also think we're going to have a cold-ass winter. So, remember my birthday was the coldest day last year. That was cold. It was 17 degrees. Yeah, it was fucking freezing. I remember standing outside Saragino waiting to get in. Yeah, I never want to do that again. Yeah. And I, the best recent birthday I had was when I actually traveled for my birthday. So I think that's going to be the way to go if the world is alive again. I haven't had a good birthday in so long. <laughs> not, just, saying, not saying that my birthday this year was bad, but it was just like... I, that was the last like three years I was on tour. Yeah. Which like, you know, that was cool. It's just like when you're on tour, um, it's hard to like have a good day for your birthday because like the day is spent trying to get somewhere or like you're doing a job, you know? And um, so and those were kind of uneventful. And then. Yeah, I, th- I think honestly the last like good birthday, like really good birthday I had, I would say was my 30th birthday. And you had the surprise party. Yeah, that was a great party. That was a great birthday. But since then, uh, not really any good birthdays. I would say if I had a surprise party for me, that would be a very good birthday. I don't know if I'll ever, I'm just one of those people, like people don't do things like that for me. Like. I'd be afraid to throw you a surprise party. Why? Well, for starters, who am I going to invite? <laughs> like, I got to import the majority of the surprise. Yeah. So that limits the, like, when I had a surprise party, it was like, <coughs> everyone, when I had the surprise party, it was everyone I was friends with in Vegas. And so, and then, like, a lot of people came in from out of town or whatever, but, um, but majority of the party was all people from Vegas. So it's easy to throw like a big surprise party when you don't have to import a bunch of people in. Well, like for me, what would be easier is for I give you a do not invite list because yeah. it's a lot larger than the invite list. So why wouldn't you just give me the invite list? Because that'd be easier than going through the, oh, can't invite this person, can't invite that person. Just who can I? I just invite? wanted to be really clear where the line was drawn. The line would be drawn if they're not on the list. They can't be invited. Oh, true that. Maybe this year is the year to throw me a surprise party because it could just be on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, perfect. We'll start planning your surprise party tomorrow. Yeah, let me help you plan it. Yeah, I'm going to need your input. Definitely. No, I, I, you know what? My upcoming birthday is I'm very close to 40 and all I want to do for my 40th is I want to go on a cruise. You're close to 40, but you're not turning 40 this year. Thank God, because cruises are not safe. That's true. So I want to, for my 40th, go to, on a cruise. That sounds fun. I think it sounds so trashy. I, I'm so down. Okay. All right. As long as you are I'm not like expecting like that it's going to be great. I think it's just like the cliche thing that you do that now you're an adult and like it's easy because everybody can. Where are you going to go on a cruise to? I don't fucking know. Where do, I don't even know where cruises go. Like the Bahamas. Yeah. Something, I don't know. Something lame. Like literally, you know what I'm excited for? Like, like ball night like let's get some cheesy outfits let's eat an abundance of food and not get like rationed on it let's bring like drink abundance of alcohol and not have to worry about any place to go that all sounds amazing Hmm. okay i also like i don't know if a cruise ship's for me 
I don't like the idea of somebody telling me what I need to do. Yeah, I've, everything I've ever heard um, from people who've gone on cruises has been like, yeah, there's like a cruise director and they have like things that you like set up for you to do every single night. And like you don't have to do them, but like they like really try to get you to do everything the whole time. And it's not that relaxing. And I was like, that sounds fucking miserable. Like I'm I'm a grown up on a boat at sea and there's someone like running around being like, don't forget tonight's Fiesta Tuesday night. <laughs> okay. Make so- sure to wear your sombrero. <laughs> So maybe I need to replan this. Thank God I have two years to replan. Thank God. Because I am totally, yeah, I, I don't like to travel like that. I was just really excited about a, a buffet. I love a fucking buffet. Okay, well, they have buffets that are on land. <laughs> and I was really excited about like getting dressed up for like casino night. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're describing to me is you want to go to Vegas because no. you want buffets and casinos. No, but like I want like theme nights to dress up for. I'm just saying I think there's some deep-seated stuff there that you need to unpack about going home to Vegas. No. mm -mm. Oh, because it would be easier. Okay. Um, Maybe. Whatever. I'll get. I'll. I have a year to decide to like narrow down the choices. Yeah. Um. So I think this is a good way to like. I wanted to follow up. Where are you on your fucking international proposals? Um, well, <laughs> uh, I got, I got, no, no, no. I, got, okay. I got, actually, uh, I, for a second there, I was like, what Any, the fuck? I was like, what is she bite? talking about that I remembered? Actually, uh, yeah, I could possibly be a future resident of Australia. Oh my God, me too. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. The podcast lives on. <laughs> oh wow i wonder if they know each other oh well what? obviously they're both listening <laughs> um okay so when did yours happen mine happened um uh, a few days ago uh, well i just want to see who won this contest oh okay well let me find my phone i don't remember I, i'm not good at like time stamps <laughs> I don't know what I did with my phone. Oh, you know what? Here, I got the iPad here. Okay, let's, well, let's first see. of all, well, I would... years happen? I would like a disclosure. We did not have... Well, we did have a bat. We had a race. I was like, who's going to get there first? Who's going to get uh, an international proposal first? Yeah, but like, you guys all mean so much to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about cl- quantity. It's about quality. And each one of you are quality. <laughs> <laughs> we only got 200 followers so. <laughs> on on the Instagram, but they might. Um, I think we might have more followers, listeners than what's on our Instagram. It's hard to tell. Okay, woman, I'm trying to find out when my um mine was. Oh, okay. Okay, when was yours? Um, Wednesday. Oh yeah, you fucking crushed me. Mine was on my birthday. Oh, well, that's a nice little gift. Maybe she was waiting. (laughs) She's like, oh, I know his birthday's coming up. Let me surprise you. Happy birthday. Will you marry me? (laughs) How did your proposal happen? Dude, in the DMs. How else? Yeah, but like, like, how did she approach it? (laughs) I literally just was looking at it. I'm stoned, dude. I was literally just looking at it. Now I have to open up my DMs again. Um... She said, just listen to your last episode. Come get that Australian visa. Hey. Okay, so my I posted the the when somebody was talking to me and I said, Oh, do you by chance need an American girl wife? And he replied back, he's like, I've been looking for an American wife. The difference between I met mine. You've never met yours. Never, no. Oh, you've oh you've met yours in person in IRL. Yes, in um, in real. Life. Which is funny because I also posted a meme this week that was like, and to all my past Tinder matches that watch my story religiously, oh, I saw that one. yeah, I got a lot of love back from that one. Oh, were they from past Tinder matches? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like, and I was like, I'm glad you recognize that you watch my story religiously too. I respect that. Dude, what? you know what? There's something going on, I realized recently. Uh-huh. Um, I think there's a way, I don't know, I'm going to have to ask, but it's like a weird question to ask someone. 
but someone who replies to my stories all the time never shows up on the list of people who view my stories. Wow. We have to search this. Cause I'm gonna I tried Googling and I can't figure it out, but I feel like there's a way there either there's a glitch just between mine and their account or or somehow they but what's weird is the reason I think it's got to be a glitch is why would they watch my stories and reply to my stories if they were trying to hide the fact that they were watching my stories, you know? So it must be a glitch. Okay, so I believe there's glitches out there. And I believe there's glitches. All my past lovers that I wish watched my story are actually watching my story. Okay. Yeah? No? Yeah, believe that. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll spark so- this back up for you. <laughs> So my Australian in RL um, also replied to the Tinder one. And I forgot that he was an old Tinder match. And I don't mean that in the way that I forgot about how we met. Uh, about him. I forgot how we met. Um, we just always have stayed in contact. Just a tale as old as time. <laughs> Beauty and the beast. beast. He's the beautiful one. He's gorgeous. Oh, we knew you were the beast off the <laughs> He um he he is one of the ones that I'm like oh I like he's my one of my top ones I'm like damn I I fucking did good on that one I fucking leveled up um so like he was in town from Australia we matched on Tinder he came and met me at a bar and we got fucking wasted and then you just went to town he's one of the funnest sex stories yeah so like I hope he doesn't get upset. Oh, I mean, nobody. Well, it's a very anonymous. What's he gonna do? Rescind his engagement proposal? I hope not. <laughs> we made a lot of plans right now. I I start researching shit. Where? Wait, where in Australia does he live? Melbourne. Okay. He lives in Melbourne. So then I was like, okay, well, we need to decide where we're gonna live. Oh, you guys really went to planning. I was. This was like. This was like the middle of the night on my birthday. I was falling asleep. I just barely responded. What did you only double tap? No, I responded with the kangaroo emoji. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god, do you imagine Chauncey inside the kangaroo? Oh. I'm just gonna like make videos of Chauncey and different animals and doing different things, so like people are inspired about his international cuisine I wonder, or palate. I wonder what the Australian um, national anthem sounds like. <laughs> Is that a factor when you choose your new home? No, but I, you know, I thought of like. Uh, <laughs> making like an episode about Australia and then for some reason in my head though I was like I wonder what the national anthem is because the only other national anthem I think I know other than ours is Canada and then I know just like that dun 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 for like England but I wonder what uh... it's probably a Tame Impala song <laughs> <laughs> um so me and him decided because wait are Tame and Paula from Australia? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know why I know that. this because Aurora's obsessed with everything Australian. Like that's her oh. dream. Like she's always wanted to live in Australia. Oh my god, is she gonna be bummed out when she finds out that you might get that Australian connection first? Um, yeah. No, she's gonna be not bummed out. She's gonna be stoked for me because she's a friend like that. But also, she'd probably be like, oh, okay, girl, no. <laughs> Me a DB. Does he have any friends? Yeah. Um. That's what you just sounded like. You had. (laughs) Um. Okay, but one thing that you might need to rethink. What? You and your engagement too. Mm -hmm. Did she send a ring yet? Did she send a ring? (laughs) No. Oh well, it's not real until there's a ring. Anyways. Wait, did he send a ring? I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I'm joking. But we decided because Australian um, citizenship is like 10 grand. Okay. So for you to become an Australian citizen, you have to up, give like $10,000. Okay. I just don't think that's worth it. That's a long place to drive. I got to get rid of all my stuff. I can't even drive there, actually. I got to fucking fly there. So like how many suitcases am I bringing? What? What was your guess? Five? Okay. Thanks for the input. That's going to be a lot of money. That's at least $1,000 in airbag. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. (laughs) So 
what I'm trying to just I'm I'm trying to cut through the bullshit of everything we're saying right now. Are you saying that it's not worth it to be get your dual residency in Australia because it costs ten thousand dollars and you can't move all your stuff there? I'm saying when I'm thinking of my courtship with my Australian IRL. We're mm-hmm. thinking through the possibilities. What's the best money investment for us? Because we both said, well, at first we were like, well, where do you want to live? Which one of the, the countries? And he's like, well, ultimately I want to um, um, end up in the Europe. I said, oh my God, me too. So then like, is it worth the investment if that's just a temporary move? Probably not, right? So he's working on his Portuguese um, okay. citizenship. Oh, okay. So we're going to Portugal. His grandparents own multiple houses, so we're probably going to get one. (laughs) This is how solid it is. So we also decided who's taking what long. I had to make. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're a bitch. (laughs) Why? Because you just like were like, oh yeah, Australia. I'm going to move to Australia. Move to Australia, and you're like, yeah. So we're moving to Portugal. We're getting a house. (laughs) So now I'm moving to Australia, and you're not even fucking coming with me. But I can I can fly there. You're not even a resident. <laughs> Fuck you. My husband's. Gonna we don't be want here. you in our country, dude. If you're not a resident, well, Portugal- I'm gonna make Australia great again. <laughs> I think Australia's already. Great. Oh my god, those initials work. That's terrible. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what would that be, ma? And I was like, oh no, wait, it's just mag. <laughs> I'm too <Same>. stuck. <laughs> Um, uh, we even decided um, his last name sounds good with mine. Yeah. It starts with F. Yeah. So it's be Meef. What? Meef. M-E-F. Oh. My initials. Oh, okay. My and initials stay the same. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's convenient. Well, I, I You mean, don't have to change the monogram titles at I'm all. The, I'm the man. They never change. <laughs> oh, shit. They never Well, <laughs> I guess, you know, I guess now there are men who probably take their their wife's last name but that's not as common anymore yeah he told me i could do a hyphen he gave me that choice i said i don't i don't like my last name oh wow he gave you the option to do something with your name yeah he's a very nice gentleman (laughs) i'm looking forward to her proposal (laughs) her engagement dinner you'll meet him then (laughs) he also did tell me today that he would get me out of any bad dates by sending me dick pics i said why would you send me them when i can't enjoy them (laughs) Well, you get out, you get out of the date with it, and then go home and enjoy it. No, so I told him my window. I said six p.m. to ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Send that DB. So this is a four-hour window that you can get a dick pic for a maximal appreciation. Yes, uh, okay. yes, you know, and probably reciprocation. Ah, uh, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Reciprocation would be yeah. Six p.m. Mal, you open up the window early. I get home around that time. I can I can de pant fucking de shoe really fast. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on how good that dick pick is. Uh, so the whole thing about this is it's cute, it's fun and games, but the real situation is so you're you're Australian pursuer. <laughs> you guys flirt back and forth, right? You never met in real life. Yeah. What's stopping you from trying that one more step further do you ever take it seriously what go to australia even strike up a conversation that's a more regular conversation to get to know somebody think back on like aim chat room days um on myspace days i don't know i mean we like chat some but you know it's like australia is a far ways away and i'm a fucking realist so you would totally not really consider a relationship ever with this person how too far okay well here's the thing is a long distance relationship the other side of the world's pretty fucking far um sounds just about right to me it's like the opposite (laughs) side and hemisphere it's like as far as you could fucking get away um they might need that for me they might (laughs) they definitely do uh and enjoy portugal um anyway uh no, like in all honesty, I mean, she's like really cool. We've been like just friends through like Instagram for a long time. Uh huh. Um, I don't even know how we ended up like following each other. To be honest, I love those the most. Um, but she's she's uh she's a photographer too. Oh, and uh, so probably ended up finding 
one found the other through photography stuff, I guess. I don't know. Um, Sounds similar to a past relationship <clears throat> of yours. Um, <laughs> Which then became a long distance relationship. Yeah, that's true. So my question to you, is it the distance that is a negotiable or is it would you ever do a long distance relationship again? Yeah, that's hard to say. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could do a long. Okay, here's the thing. I could do a long distance relationship, you know, with the right person. Um, but there, with any like the thing with a long distance relationship that I found made a long distance relationship bearable mm-hmm. was there has to be an ample amount of like travel back and forth. Okay, so like when I did it, it was for like almost a year. And pretty much every six weeks, one of us was going to visit the other one. How many times did you come to Vegas? Um, let's see. I went either two or three times. Oh, and then, I didn't know. And then she went to Missouri like probably three or four times. She came to Missouri more than I went to Vegas. But, um, but we always just like split airfare and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was easy because like, I would buy, I would buy one ticket and she would buy the other. D- didn't matter if I was going there or she was coming here. So it just made the cost of, felt a little bit less on both yeah. ends too. Um, but like fucking a ticket back and forth from Australia is a little uh, <laughs> every six weeks is pretty fucking expensive, dude. So there's that. Um, but also the other thing that makes it bearable and manageable is knowing that there is like an end date to it of mm-hmm. like okay this is going to be over with in you know 7 or 8 months 9 months 10 months you How know it's like How soon did you guys know <clears throat> that you there was an end date Let's see we started dating in March Uh-huh and I think it was probably July or August. I feel like it was more towards the end of the summer that we were like, we were like, okay, we need to like figure this out. Yeah. And then we settled on December. I think you guys started talking about it in July, and then I think by August it was a solid fact. Yeah, I I can't remember when we decided on it. Uh, we took a trip to Arizona because I flew out in August, and we took a trip to Arizona. Um. And I remember that being like a really big trip for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember if we decided it on that trip or if that was like the I love you trip. I mean, I know Ooh. that was the I know that was the I love you trip, mm-hmm. but I don't remember if we decided on moving that trip or not. I don't have a great memory and everyone hates me for it. <laughs> That's also over a decade ago. It is, yeah. Um, so it's kind of hard to remember all. A lot of that stuff. But then it's nice when you dig those feelings, uh, those memories up. Yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff that we've. But it is sad when you kind of like, oh, man, I did forget that. Well, I think also, especially with something like that is. It's like something that you start talking. It's never like. Like, you know, the I love you moment in a relationship is very memorable. Yeah. You know, the first time someone says it to the other one. But. But like the 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 discussion about moving from one to the other that's like always kind of a discussion of like well eventually someday blah 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 and like once you finally settle on the date you've already been talking about it for a while you know it's not a like will you move in with me it's like one of us has to move to the other one i don't want to move there so do you want to move here and if you're going to move here where should we live okay so i have a question cuz i also did a long distance relationship just like six years before that, but I think that was kind of a point in time in social media that people were talking to people in all different areas. Oh, yeah. I used to talk to girls all over the place. But it was new, right? And it yeah. was like, oh my God, I'm excited to like actually meet somebody who has interest in me compared to this small little bubble I'm in. Yeah. So I think we were excited to jump on that. And I wonder if we're desensitized to that or if there's just those two different personalities, like the person that nothing's permanent in their life the way they think right like they're Mm -hmm. open to like change and if the connection's right i'm willing to think through those logistics like i just don't think anything's permanent like anything in my life i'm flexible to that yeah or there's some people like that's silly 
and they're practical, like almost like too practical, like disregarding. And that's how I see it. Or do you think it was just a point in time that everybody was willing to do open relationships? Open relationships? No, long long distance. distance. I think that comes with the age. Okay. I mean, um, I think that comes with just that age because like younger kids that I'm friends with on the internet that are like in their 20s and stuff, Uh I'll see them post memes and shit all the time about like... um, being in love with someone in another state all the time type bullshit. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you the meme is yeah. like what the, but the, the punchline is basically all revolves around like being in love with like total strangers on the internet and stuff like that. I've seen those, but like I, and I have a multiple of those kind of people that, oh yeah, we always say like, oh, we would, I wish you lived here, but like what stops you from the next step? And I think that that generation still doesn't do the next step um, to the point that we did. <clears throat> I don't know. Unless honestly. they like had the means to, like they were in a career that let them travel. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know about if the younger generation is traveling for dick or not anymore, or <laughs> vice versa, for um, dick and pussy. <laughs> and so you would do a long distance relationship again? Are you more hesitant, or are you about the same? I, well, the first time I did a long distance relationship, or I guess the you know the only time I really did a long distance relationship. Um, like Jazz and I like uh, I was like head over heels like crazy about her you know Mm -hmm. and I I think a lot of that I think a lot of that had to do with my age as well I just don't see myself ever being that crazy head over heels for someone um, I, I, and I don't mean that in a way that like I couldn't ever like love someone like intensely or whatever ever again. It's just like, you know, like when there was you, a air of naiveness with it or carefreeness, yeah, when, when right? You're, when you're when you're a kid, when you're a lot younger, it's like everything is so new and exciting. And now I'm like fucking cold and cynical. So, <laughs> like you know, it's just like yeah. You know, I mean, and it was also first love. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, like that was that's also one of those things where it was like, I mean, we would like talk on the phone for like hours on end every single fucking night for like the first four or five months. And that of, was even before FaceTime. Yeah, it was just. I mean, I would spend hours on the phone, and like I, um. I've ha- I've like I've met like some people, you know, since then that like I can have like good com- phone conversation with, but it's still like it didn't last for like four or five months of like consecutive like. At a certain point, I just kind of stopped talking. I don't know. Do you also think that you're a little more cynical and less carefree about relationships and love? Um. And that's not because of bad relationships. I think I'm just like, like we just discussed, like I think there's a point that your first love, you don't know any different, right? And like you don't, right. some, you're not cautious because you don't know anything to be cautious about. And I'm not saying that. No, that's, it's, that's 100% true. Because I was thinking about that the other night. Like there are things which like in any relationship you like, I feel like you learn you learn things like, okay, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Like going forward, like I'm not gonna deal with this shit, you know? Um, and then and then like, oh, but I do like this and these are the kind of things I wanna seek out, whether you know, whatever that may be in a relationship. And so I think that because of that, your brain like builds more red flags. Mm. You know? So like a lot of more caution flags. Yeah. I mean, yellow flags. Okay. Yellow flags. Yield. But you know what I'm saying? It's not the checkered flag. It ain't the end of the race. That's the <laughs> problem. That's the flag we're looking for. So, yeah, I, you know, it's like, I think your brain then has these red flags basically that are like pre set up. And so there have been times in the last like few years dating where like someone has done something and I've just been like, eh, like my brain just checks out immediately. You know, um, just things that like I just know that I don't enjoy dealing with. 
you know, whatever that may be. Um, and that's not just from like things that I learned from one specific relationship by any means. I mean, there's been things all along, but I think at a certain age, you, I mean, we've talked about this before, but at a certain age, you just like, you just know what you don't want to deal with and you do want to deal with, you know? I think I know more what I don't want to and less that I want to. Yeah, that I, I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on what I don't like <laughs> um, and finding the things I, I don't know. I, I think part of it, too, is I think I'm just like kind of a cynical bastard, you know, and after all, and, and I'm like someone with. I'm rolling my eyes so hard right now at you. You're not cynical. Okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm not and cynical. the only S Listen. word that's coming into my mind when it comes to some relationships is maybe a little bit of selfishness. You don't intently do it. You think I'm selfish? I yeah. don't want to put you on blast right now. I'm not putting you on blast on here. But we've talked privately some of the things that I think you do that's selfish and you don't realize it. Yeah. Maybe. I, I think that could almost be reckless. Really? You're just out there fucking, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, let's bring it back to me. <laughs> Speaking of selfish. <laughs> so my I'm question. I'm over here having a massive breakthrough in my head and you're like, what's you're your, just selfish. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> what's your selfish? What's my selfish? <laughs> what's your breakthrough? <laughs> No, I'm just saying I feel like I feel like I can be really cynical about things because like and I have like really bad ADD with things. So like I don't know, people will do something after a while and I'll just be like that shit is annoying the fuck out of me. <laughs> and it's like nothing that annoyed me like right off the rip, but as soon as it something starts to annoy me, I'm like everything annoys me. I don't think that's your ADD. I think that's you get a little bit of a, a lust gaze. You get a little Twitter pated. And then you're like, oh, I think you also do the same thing as me. Like, oh, yeah, I think I, I would be open to a relationship. And as soon as it gets a little like too close, I'm like, what the fuck am I thinking? Yeah. Well, normally when it gets too close is that's when there's like an incident of some sort. And like um, OK, do you think you're almost creating that incident, blowing it larger than it is? Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it can't be that. It can't be that. Because you're like, okay, time to fucking peace out. Abort, abort, abort. <laughs> like, here's my exit. <laughs> um, and I'm out the dough. So, do you think you would have done an international long distance relationship as like your first experience? Fuck no. Really? No, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't. I w not then. I would be more likely to do an international long distance thing now than back then. Okay. So because, what stops you? Because now, uh -huh. like, I'm like talking international with someone. It's like now I at least have like the actual, well, <laughs> not at this exact date, thanks to COVID. But at this point in my life, like I have more of the means to like travel uh -huh. and be able to go do stuff. Like uh, as a kid. If I was like flirting with a girl in another state or something online, it'd be like, well, I guess I could drive there in like six hours. Yeah. You know, or whatever it might be where, but n not as a kid, there was like no, th I didn't have, I didn't even have a passport, you know, <laughs> like, what am I going to, I'm going to flirt with this person who I can't even like leave the country. But then you would get a passport. I didn't have like money. I wasn't responsible. I didn't know how to do things. What's like, the difference now? <laughs> Well, I have a passport. That's what's different now. <laughs> Suck my dick, bitch. God damn. That was good. That was good. Um, okay, touche. I think I would have still, like, talked to somebody. Uh, I, I would know. still talk to somebody this minute internationally. And that's the thing that, well, like. you are. I thought you were moving to Portugal and well, sending like, me to Australia. I'm going to show up there with my two suitcases and my cats. Last week, I thought I was moving to Amsterdam. I thought I had my Parisian love. And then the week in like, a you couple. Know, you know, Amsterdam's <laughs> not in Paris, right? He's Parisian. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living in Amsterdam. A Parisian living in Amsterdam. Sounds fun. It sounds like a fucking made-for-Hulu series. Well, a Parisian lives in Amsterdam. 
was narrated by some old English guy. Um, and then when a couple years ago, which we talked on the DB episode, I, I talked to that dude that lived in like the UK. Damn. All these guys, like, and they'll come after me really hard, and then they disappear, because I'm like, oh, reality set in, like, there's nothing doable here. Reality set in, there's a giant body of water between us. But why is it stopping? Because it's fucking expensive to go back and forth across the world. Like, here's the thing. If I dated someone, if I did a long-distance relationship with someone, Mm -hmm. um, like, let's say, let's say me and Miss Australia, you know say it goes somewhere someday Mm -hmm. it would have to be like a scenario of like i'm going to australia for the next two months then you're coming here for the next two months because like you can't really justifiably go back and forth enough to see each other to keep it exciting well i disagree with you on that because tickets to europe from new york city are cheaper than like us going to la at times okay well also Global pandemic. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> no one's letting us in their country. <laughs> and they're not letting me into their hearts. <laughs> well, this is all Donald Trump's fault. <laughs> so if I'm single still at 50, I'm blaming on Donald Trump. I'm like, well. Thanks a lot, Donald. He took two years from my prime dating life. <laughs> he took two years, took up two years of my time and fucking added six years to my life. <laughs> Oh, this is why I look like this. Years, I, I hope I hope that I don't age. My mom started aging around. No. I hope was... you don't age. I hope I don't age. Period. The end. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I don't age. What? What's wrong with that? You're gonna age. I don't want to. Have you ever seen anyone in life that didn't age? Did you ever see Death Becomes Her? <laughs> it fucking exists i hope i never breathe oxygen again (laughs) if my skin will stay as this tight maybe even tighter i started doing face exercises wouldn't that loosen your face no you build up the collagen and the muscles in your face what's it what do you do for a face exercise multiple depends on what you want to do to your face okay well what do i want to do to mine <laughs> I, I, literally, I literally <laughs> left you wide open for that one. Uh, uh, well, we can do like okay, this is a this is a um a forehead exercise. So basically, you do a V to the far right, and you put another finger and you tug, you tug along, and like <laughs> so you're just tugging on your face. Yeah, and then then you could take two fingers, or you take um your. I, I'm gonna be finger. so excited when you get your first zit from doing all this shit, and you're like, "Why do I have a zit?" It'll be like, "You're gonna be you're so fucking impressed when I look like I fucking rub baby placenta on me, and I fucking look ten years younger." That's all you gotta do. Just go get a baby placenta. I know multiple women that are having babies soon. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey, Felix, if you're listening, uh, Maureen she would, will be so. Maureen would would love it if you could bless her with your placenta afterwards. That's real friendship. <laughs> <laughs> could but, you imagine someone asking their friend that though? Like for real? There's probably people who've done it. There's probably people that hey, harvest uh, it. Question. Um, yeah, after you have your kid, I was wondering, were you planning on keeping the placenta or were you just going to throw that thing away? Because if not. Supposedly also breast milk is good for you. My friend drank our friend's breast milk before. So I have to drink the breast milk? No, I'm just telling you the fact. I think... Or is it like if they squirt the breast milk on your face, it makes your face better? I think so. Which one? Well, not the drinking. Drinking makes more fucking sense. Why? Because it's like just a bunch of nutrients that are like to help a baby grow. So you would think that that would be good for you. But like just fucking squirting titty milk on your face. Like, oh, yeah, this is so good. That sounds like some fucking hocus pocus bullshit, dude. I'm sorry. I'm down to try it all. If somebody's like, Maureen, in order for you to live eternity, you need to kill your friend, Tony. Sorry, dog. You want to live for eternity? That sounds miserable. What's different than now? 
You get to look forward to death at some point. I'm really scared of death. Here's the thing, Maureen. Uh-huh. Let's th- let's break down living for eternity real quick. Uh-huh. Everyone you know and love. I've watched Interview with a Vampire. Dies. Uh-huh. You're chill with that. I'll make new friends. And then they'll just die. And then you'll just start looking at friends like pets. <laughs> I would never do that. I'd probably, after you guys die, probably not find new friends. You definitely wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) But then that's time that I can just do stuff for myself. For the rest of time. Think about this. Eternity. Mm -hmm. Mankind goes extinct. You're alone on the planet now. I don't think that would happen. You don't think mankind will ever go extinct? No, I think like I will be a man, a part of mankind, so I will die too. No, th- that's just not how eternity works. Okay, who are you? The maker of a fucking eternity and all these rules? Is eternity some... means forever. There's probably somebody else living for eternity too. No, no, I don't think I'm like Doctor Manhattan. Maybe I'll go to the moon. That can't kill me. That's true. You could go to Mars. Yeah. So see, there's a whole universe for me, you not just, just this planet. You shoot yourself from a cannon out into space and just drift forever until you finally reach something. If I live for eternity, I have one question. Okay. Do I feel cold? Do I feel the cold? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, can you feel like living? For, okay, I, well, I guess there's some stipulations to this. Like, do you live for eternity, but you can still be killed? But, like, if not, you won't die of any natural causes. But, like, a car crash could kill you. Or is it, like, you're invincible and eternal? It depends on what potion I eat. (laughs) There's a couple. (laughs) Oh, I hope I drank the right potion. (laughs) Is it the blue pill or the red pill? (laughs) Take them both. (laughs) Oh, my God. Would that cancel itself out? I don't know. And actually, like, reverse and super age. And I'll become, like... Benjamin Button. <laughs> Anytime it has to do with weird aging, I don't even remember the timeline of Benjamin Button. I'm always just like, oh, Benjamin Button. I never watched that movie. I think, if I recall, he's born as an old man and he ages down and dies as like a newborn. Shit, that sounds dark. Yeah. So like when he's like a child he's like decrepit and old and as he gets older he gets more and more youthful and lifelike but like the thought the thing think about it like but everyone he grows up with and everything they're getting older so he's like getting more like spree and everything like that but also wiser and older and all his friends are getting regular old i always say that we should retire (laughs) we should do reverse retirement that like 20s to like you got 30 years, right? So if we're living to 120. Living to 100, you think, huh? Nowadays? No, okay. Okay, maybe 90. I bet you the average age is in its 70s. I think it's in the, its 80s. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. okay. So you Maybe for women. So you retire at 60 and you only are free for 20 years, 15 years? Yeah, that's how the world works. Okay, well, I... Or at least this country. On my platform as running um, president, I'm going to say we're going to (laughs) reverse retirement age. And you actually um, go to school. And then from like, okay, so we're going to say 20 years. 20 to 40, you are retired. Okay. And from 40 to your death, you're working. Okay. I think that sounds tight. Um. Who's a firefighter? Some guy in his 60s? Yeah. We have politicians in their 70s and 80s. Why not? Yeah, I don't have to worry about them carrying me out of a burning building. You're going to be so fun and like relaxed. You're going to be able to carry yourself out. He's just going to tell you the directions. (laughs) What if I'm also in my 60s? I'm in my factory that I work in. Well, maybe there should be some age limits for things okay so you're 40 to your 50s you're a firefighter now see but also a lot of that comes with experience probably the best firefighters now are probably in their 40s and been doing it since their 20s 
You know, you're you're really you're fucking up the system for the firefighters. And I'm sure if I break down a lot of other industries, we'll figure it out. So we need so, to we need to Tony, keep workshop. You know what idea. we need to do is you need to stop being so motherfucking cynical and taking away my dreams. I'm just trying to keep you in check. I want you to have an air of realism about this. OK, so how about you decide what you're going to go to school for? I said go to college. Why? You go to vocational school. If I don't go to college, do I get additional retirement time? No, you you're poor. You're poor. That's <laughs> it. So basically you're building like a communist type society, okay, but so. people get to retire, but they only get to retire. Would you be a communist if you knew that you could spend your twenties to your forties being retired? No. Oh, okay. Would you be a socialist? <laughs> I wouldn't want to spend my twenties to my forties retired. Why? Because this is like the time where I have like energy to actually do stuff. Could you imagine trying to work to stay alive in your fucking 70s and 80s? Like you're old and miserable and it's like, oh, I guess I'm just going to die in this fucking department store. That's how I feel every day when I go to work now. (laughs) Yeah, well, someday you won't have to feel like that and you can relax and look back on your life and be like, I went through it, but here I am. Man, to think I have at least I have over 20 more years until I can retire. Yeah, I'm never going to retire. Aren't you retired now? <laughs> Dog. <laughs> I'm working right now. You are. I'm so proud of you. Through pandemic, through it all. Fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, well, like, I'm just trying to make you, like, we can be like, oh, retired artist, Anthony Tripoli. Okay. Oh, you're coming out of retirement for this? I'm just upping the, the amount on your work. Okay. I'm making it more rare. Oh, okay. You yeah. see what I'm doing? So, no. yeah. No, I don't. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you go back to taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home Dude, and cook. I was so, I was like dead asleep when you knocked on the door. Did you, I saw that I missed your call from the, the, the d- door. Did Alex they... buzz you in, I'm guessing? Yes. Who else would have buzzed me? And Chauncey finally decided that he wanted well, to be I don't my know. Friend. I didn't know if he knew the code. No, you forgot to tell me it again. I don't think I forgot. You purposely kept it from me. When were we talking about it last? Why wouldn't I have told you then? It was on the day of our liberation. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you after after we wrap up here. Um. Well, on a good note, though, before we close out, you know, they officially, it's like, declared that yeah. it's Biden and that's great. Yeah. Um officially who? I mean like it's like all the states have like finished counting and stuff. It's 306 to whatever the losers number is. Yeah, it should it should be very and I don't even want to talk about all this. Like people are kind of joking about it now like I was at UPS and um they were kind of joking like, "Well, hope it's done now." I'm just going to keep lips sealed. Hope it's done. Yeah, like oh, it should be done now. Like, oh, he doesn't have a leg. To, he he. Can't, there's no like. If you read anything about it, there's nothing that Donald can do. Oh, I do not think that he will. There's a chance that he will be our president. I think it's not over though. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a whole. That's a whole topic to debate. Not debate, but, you know, talk about another time. But, yeah, no, I don't think Trumpism is going anywhere. Um, I I think that there's going to... I think that ultimately what I think is going to happen, and I don't know, and I don't mean it's going to happen in the next four years, eight years, 12 years, but I think ultimately what's going to happen is I think... The Republicans are going to split into two parties and the Democrats will inevitably split into two oh parties my God. because it's like it's like there are ultra liberal people who are basically going for uh, democratic socialism. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people who that have to fall under the line of the Democrats and I think they're going to break off and that'll be like an actual viable group which would be democratic socialists. Then you're going to have your typical Democrats, which will be like more in the center. Then on the other side, you'll have your Republicans 
And then to the extreme of that, you'll have the fucking Trump humpers, whatever they're called at that point. I mean, they're Nazis and fuck them. But um, do you remember on your birthday? Huh? Do you remember your birthday? I remember having a birthday. Yes. <laughs> do you remember us getting a voice message on your birthday? Oh, we did. You just literally described what um, Gage so nicely. I th- I'm probably mispronouncing. It, I don't know. Um, said and yeah. <laughs> you were like. We got a voice message that it was way too long. We're gonna respond, but yeah, Gage, that was really long. But thank you for being very um, detailed. I appreciate the yeah, longness, no. but, but Tony was, was very stoned. I was very stoned, and I was like, I was like, damn, he's really going into it. And I was like, damn, he's really getting into it. I was like, damn, how fucking long is this message? I want to eat pizza right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tony's lack of commitment, guys. Um, oh, so fuck you. I make all the media. <laughs> I mean, you have to yell at me a lot to do it, but I fucking edit the podcast. I upload the podcast. You know, my lack of commitment. All you got to do is show up and have talent. I got to do all the rest. <laughs> um, so just to let you guys know, so Gage told us about that. The, Gaith? The, Gage. Just, oh, I thought you said Gaith. I was like, what the fuck? He told us about the um, social system in Britain, Great Britain. Well, I think it was, I thought we were talking about like the Netherlands or something like that. Or, I, I forget. Oh, yeah. He was talking about the Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> this is why smoking weed is not good. Yeah. Why are we? <laughs> you know what? We'll talk about it on the next Yeah. Okay. Episode. Actually, get all your calls in because I'm making Tony sit through all our voicemails next yeah, episode. Yeah. If anyone wants to leave us a voicemail uh, for the next episode, because we've got a few we need to go through and that's going to be the next episode. The phone number is. Nine one seven three one zero five two six two. I made up a song. Bye. I should turn it into a jingle. Oh, also, you know what though? This is our this is our twentieth official episode. So we can retire. (laughs) Yeah, and then we'll have forty theoretical episodes, and then we'll come back on our forty-first episode. Yeah, tell us when we can take a break, guys. I was going to call it a call it a day. All right, love you. Bye. bye.